Good afternoon and welcome to Extreme Paranormal in Studio 13. Coming at you again from Northeast Ohio. Um, yeah, if you guys can just bear with me for a hot second. Um, apparently, I failed to do something in my last episode, which was the Akron Civic Theater. Um, yeah, like I said, it's, things have been just crazy. I, I offer no excuse because there is none. This is solely on me, Mike, just being a goofball and being a ball of stress. Um, you know, I mean, I just recorded that episode and published it within the past 10 minutes. So this one, um, good Lord, episode number 11 on this one. Um, this is going to be poltergeists and types of hauntings. Um, wow. 11 episodes. Good Lord. Um, wow. Um, and I would, I just want to say, you know, I failed and I know last episode and probably the previous couple in a heartfelt thank you. Um, and I'm going to, list off 10 different countries that I'm being heard in. So before we get into any, you know, the meat and potatoes of types of hauntings and everything else with poltergeists and hauntings, you know, like I said, just in my last episode, um, I wanted to stay in, you know, Ohio, but I will branch off here and there. And I do want to do this one. Um, because this episode Brother Keith, my brother from another mother, 15 years, man. I mean, this our friendship goes back to like 2005, 16 years, 15, 16, I don't know. Um, so Keith, this episode is for you, my brother, and enjoy. So... Right now, I'm just being heard on Spotify and Stitcher, and Stitcher Radio seems to be, like, the big platform for me. Um, I would like to, you know, like I said, once I get settled into the, into our new house, um, advance that to where I'm on Apple and every other platform there is. But right now, it's I'm I'm really happy with this. Um, like I said, you know, some people, you know, as a kid, grow up. I want to be an astronaut. I want to be a policeman, a fireman. Uh, you know, the starting pitcher for the St. Louis Cardinals, or okay, I'm a Cardinals fan, or you know, whatever their dreams are. Mine was always working radio, in communications, and. Life threw a curveball, and I never made that my career um, until now. And if I make this a career, outstanding. I, I will thank you guys from the bottom of my heart. Um, if I make no money at this, I'm good with it. It's a labor of love. I love doing this. It's I'm learning things. I'm bringing a passion to the masses. And in masses, I mean, currently I'm sitting at 10 different countries. So my goal was, if I get one listener, great. 
I'm excited. Like that's that's one person I'm reaching. But ten countries? Like I, I gotta list this, man. This is you know a humbling experience. Like I I have no ego. Like my brother Keith. You know, ego is not your amigo. So it's you guys are keeping me grounded and keeping me humbled and wow. Okay, so we've got the United States, Canada, Australia, India, the United Kingdom, New Zealand, Puerto Rico, South Africa, the Netherlands, and now Germany. And I'm sure there's going to be more countries to come. Like, if you guys are digging it, share with your friends, you know. I'm not saying take their smartphone and, you know, plug in Extreme Paranormal you know, in their thing, like, hey, if you like paranormal, check this guy out. He's he's a cool cat. Or you can say this guy's a complete nitwit, but he's got a good podcast. Or, hey, it's great to go to sleep with. And it's whatever. Like, I'm cool. <laughs> um, so we're going to go with types of hauntings for this episode. Good Lord, two in one day. Wow. Um, you know, as, as, as we all know, there's different types of hauntings and that's cool. You know, you got, um, residual hauntings that, you know, that's basically a tape recorder, um, or a movie like it says residual haunting activity can occur when something traumatic or stressful occurs. Um, such as a murder or a rape or, you know, a death, you know, um, it's, it's a very negative thing. It could be a car accident. It could be, you're just walking down to the local Circle K to get, you know, your polar pop, you know, and that's. You know, any, like, I, like I've said before, um, loss of life in any manner is tragic. Um, you know, it doesn't matter if you go to sleep one night and you have a massive heart attack and you die, you have an aneurysm and you die, it's a loss of life, it's tragic. Um... This, you know, the residual is basically, it's a movie that's just on repeat. Um, you turn on your Spotify and listening to music, it's, you have your built playlist. It's, you know, your playlist could be, you know, 10 songs or it could be 500 songs. Like, I don't know. I mean, I have my Spotify thing and it says my... I have two different playlists. One is like eight hours long and the other is six hours long. Like, so I got 14 hours of music between two, but it's always going to, until I edit that, it's going to come back to those same songs are going to keep playing. Um, and, you know, with residual, it's, it's an old movie that's just going to keep playing. It's, 
you're going to hear people, you're going to hear sounds of a party. You're going to hear, you can hear music, singing, dancing, laughing, crying. Um, like we had, I believe it was, what was his name? Fred in the theater. Yeah, Fred the janitor. You know, he's still showing up to do his final shift. Um, that's a residual. It, um, I would place Fred, um, like I said, residual, but also possibly intelligent haunting because, you know, if you take a Sharpie to Fred's bathroom and you're writing, you know, for a good time call on his stall door, you know, while you're doing what you got to do in there, that's... He's he's a smart man, but he's all, he's residual but intelligent at the same time. So it's he's both, um, like a Suicide Girl, you know that would be residual. You know the sharp dressed man or well dressed man. Excuse me on that one. The same difference, but he's seen in one area that would be residual. Um, you have poltergeist activity. Um, a poltergeist. Thank you to Germany for this one because you guys are my you guys just popped up on my radar as my latest thing. It's poltergeist is from a German word meaning noisy spirits. Okay, you know they made the poltergeist movies, scared the living bejesus out of me as a child, and now, I mean I have other issues, you know. Um, epilepsy which due to certain things in that movie in the flashing lights i cannot watch that movie um i have tried i absolutely love that movie um there's all kinds of stuff that can you know trigger seizures with me in that and i mean the flashing lights anybody with epilepsy or a seizure disorder do not watch that movie um I'm telling you right now, please do not do it. It could trigger a seizure. It would be bad. I don't want you guys to end up in the hospital. If you don't have, you know, that condition, watch the movie. It's great. Um, definitely an early 80s movie. I think it was 82. Yes, it was 82. Um, now, if I have a poltergeist in my house, oh, no, we're going to talk. It's, you can't be here. Do not stack chairs on my table. Do not mess with my sister's coffee pot. Um, you know, don't be banging doors at two in the morning when I'm trying to sleep. Because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be a little cranky about that. <laughs> you know? Um, poltergeist activity... Um, you know, it says no two are ever really the same. Um, you can find one person in a house that seems to be more affected by the haunting than anybody else. Um, our household has three people, so if that ever happened. Like, you can have a family that has, you know, mom and dad and, you know, two kids to where hopefully nobody's affected by it. But if there is activity like that... You know, let's just say 
one of your kids is affected to where your your other child is not and to where mom and dad aren't or dad is affected but mom and the two kids aren't you know not cool um and it's it's hard to classify due to certain situations because no two are ever the same um if it's affecting one person, it's saying that the activity appears to stop when that person leaves the home, um, whether they're at work. They go to the grocery store. They go to the post office. Um, they go on vacation. Um, you never know. Um, usually it's teenage people, people in their teen years, because everything is changing at that time. Um, it could be a hormone thing. It could be... Or whatever. Um, it's... I, you know, poltergeists. How rude can they be? But there is a root. Um, it's... You know, we're going to move on to demonic activity. It says, demons are entities that never had a mortal human form. Origins extraterrestrial. Okay, well, if you have good, you have evil. Um, you know, if angels are, you know, from heaven, that would make them extraterrestrial. Um, you know, so is it the little green men or the little, you know... The little gray, the little grays, are they demons? No, in my opinion, I'm going to say no. Um, you know, me being Catholic and having a Catholic background, um, you know, you have God, you have the devil, you have um, good and bad, you have your yin and yang. Um, I I revert back to you know that as a go-to just because that's what I'm familiar with. Um, it's, you could be, you know, Catholic, you could be Mormon, you could be Buddhist, you could be Hindu, you could be Muslim. You're going to find, you could be pagan. Um, I have actually quite a few friends that are of the pagan faith or path. You know, if, if I get something wrong, please feel free to correct me. Um, you know, it's a spiritual path. You got good and bad, like... But, now, with demonic activity, you're going to bring up Ouija boards. People say, oh, Ouija boards are, you know, a gateway to, you know, the devil, or they open a portal. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to say, yes, you're right. And I'm not going to say, no, you're not right. You know, it's, you know, there's people that are, I'm not going to say experts in, in Ouija, but they're more, let's see, practitioners with a lot of experience. I don't think you can ever have an expert in something there is no paranormal experts. It's 
is as much as I'm learning about the paranormal and my experiences, I haven't even scratched the surface. It's a lifetime of learning. It's, it's you know, the paranormal umbrella really is an umbrella. It's science. It's, there's no expert. You know, now people may have, you know, a view on things and they may study things and they may narrow things down and they're going to form their opinions on it. Um, you know, what is the hat man? Is the hat man a demon? Is it, you know, are hellhounds demonic? You know, is as much knowledge and information is out there, you can only learn and do, you can learn a lot, but I don't, in my opinion, I'm going to say there is no one specific expert on this um, because paranormal is so vast and so open and so it's constantly changing. It's, it's constantly evolving. Um, so are there demons? I'm going to say yes, because you have good and bad. You have, you know, you're yin and yang. You can't have angels without demons. Does a Ouija board bring in demonic activity? I think it's going to be one of those possibly... Um, I myself at one point had a Ouija board. I've played with one. I think it's more the intent. I think if you learn and you know what you're doing, the more practiced you get, um, like with anything, like if, you know, you're... I try not to compare a Ouija board activity to a workout regiment or yoga or something, but that's the comparison that I can draw it to. It's if you use a Ouija board to contact, you know, you know, you know, Grandma Jane or Aunt Gladys or. Uh, you know, Grandpa Joe, is there a chance that you're going to get him? Get Grandpa Joe, get Aunt Gladys, get Grandma Jane. Yeah, there's a chance, of course. Um, the same thing as if you're trying to lose weight and get in shape and train for a marathon, you're going to hit the gym, you're going to do your cardio. It's what you put out is what you're going to get back, is what I'm saying. Like, you're trying to meditate and get centered or whatever. Um, you know, you're going to do yoga for that. Like I've never done yoga, but you guys get my point. Um, there's intelligent and interactive activity. Um, this is, Something that I think would be, this is more of 
you know, if you have intelligent and interactive activity, um, Grandma Jane, she was baking a pie and had a massive heart attack. Or Grandpa Joe had a stroke while he was watching the Cleveland Browns game or whatever, and he died. Like, he wants you guys to know, hey, this is still my house. I died, but I'm still here with you. He's still going to talk to you. He's still going to show up and be like, dude, I'm still here. Like, you know... Hey, Grandma Jane, you know, the Browns were winning the game and, you know, that pie was smelling really good. I had my aneurysm and died. You know, I want that. I want my slice of pie. You know, I want to finish watching that game. We were, you know, I didn't get to finish my beer or my Dr. Pepper or, you know, whatever, you know, Grandpa Joe was drinking that day. Um... That I, I feel is important. Um, it says here, the person died as a result of a traumatic event. Um, you know, Steve was decorating the house for Halloween. It's his favorite holiday and loves being, you know, doing that with the kids. Well, maybe he fell off the roof, putting lights up or decorations on the roof or... You know, there was, you know, a police chase and he was, he pushed the kids out of the way and he got hit by the person that's, you know, evading the police on a high speed chase in his neighborhood. Like, he's going to stay there um, due to unfinished business. That's a big one. Um, Maybe, you know... I don't know, Kate was, she had cancer or something or, you know, whatever, and Kate died. You know, I mean, poor Kate. Um, But she died and she wasn't finished with whatever business that she had. Like, I, I hate to think about that, but maybe she's still looking after... Um, somebody she left behind, um, you know, you know, uh, the spirit may have died suddenly and not realize that he or she died. Actually, that did happen to a friend of mine. He was a good person. He was planning a wedding and he had a massive aneurysm in his sleep and he he died like his fiance like actually tried waking him up the next morning. It was, she's been traumatized by that. Um, I, you know, some people, they don't realize they're gone. You know, that's going to be on a near death experience episode that I'm doing. Um, the living loved ones are so emotionally distraught. They can't let go. They don't want, Kate or Grandpa Joe or Grandma Jane or Aunt Gladys or whatever. They're holding them here because, like, 
their family. Like, um, you know, they want them there. Um, the spirit is emotionally connected to their loved ones. We just covered that. Um, they cannot rest due to an injustice done to them. Uh, yeah, you know, you get Dave who goes bowling every week and, you know, I know I'm going to touch on a, I'm going to hit on a touchy subject here, but, you know, Dave goes to his, you know, weekly bowling league and he's having fun. He's on his way home. He stops at Taco Bell and gets a burrito for dinner, you know. Well, Dave, you know, goes through the drive-thru, gets his Taco Bell order, and you got, you know, Ned the Netwit, who went out to the bar and was drinking, and it's hits him and kills him, you know, and justice was not served properly. He just gets a basic slap on the wrist and a, you know, overnight in the jail and, well, okay. If I was Dave, I'd be, I'd be angry. I'd be, I, I would not be a happy little jelly bean at that point. I'd be like, no, you know, I don't know if I'd want to come back and haunt, you know, Ned the nitwit, but I get it. Um, fear of the other side or judgment you know, like I said, follow your dreams, be a good person, just, you know, things happen in life. Just do your best to let it go. Like, don't harbor any ill will. Like, don't, you know, just do your thing and be a good person at that point. Like, you know, just let things go best you can. I mean, some people can't do that. It's... You know, I'm one of those people, hey, you do me wrong? Fine. Cool. You know, you, karma will get you, you know? <laughs> like, what more can you do? Like, some people are just not like that. Like, let it go. Don't let these people, you know, don't hold a grudge. Um, shadow people or shadow creatures activity. Um, this one really has no explanation. I mean, you've got the hat man, you've got hellhounds, you've got the shadow man. Like, what? What are you going to do? Like, they seem to kind of just come and go and do what they want. Are they residual? No. Are they... What? Were they a person at one point? Are they demons? Who knows? Um, portal hauntings. Um, these are really, they're not really new. They're more... Yeah, it says, as we've seen them in a lot of sci-fi flicks, but in real-world portal hauntings are considered controversial as there is little known and the idea is mostly theory or speculation. Um, are there portals to another life, another dimension? I don't know. Is there? Like, honestly, is there? Like, I, I don't know. 
Like, you know, they say if you go to Bobby Mackey's down in Wilder, Kentucky, um, they have the portal to hell. Um, is that a real thing? It's, I mean, Bobby Mackey's is on my list of places to investigate once I get settled and start investigating. Is there really a portal to hell? Is that one of them? Um, the Bermuda Triangle. Um, I can't but it's stuff the Sea of Japan. They call it uh, the Devil's Triangle, I believe it is. Of Japan, there's one. Um, oh, it's off Alaska, I believe, the coast of Alaska. Um, you know, are these places portals to a different area, a different time zone, a different realm of existence. Like, yeah. who knows? Like, that could be more of a UFO thing, um, but it's still a haunted thing. It's still, they exist. I mean, the we know these places exist, but the portal to a different dimension, does that exist? Um... I don't know. You know, that's why I'm saying, like, I don't personally believe there's experts in the paranormal field. Um, I believe there are people with lots of knowledge of the paranormal. Now, if you, you know, believe that you're an expert, cool. Happy to, you know... I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. That's cool. I support that. But I'm just saying my personal opinion is um, experts in the paranormal, they don't exist. Just because there's so much unknown on that. So this will conclude Poltergeists and Types of Hauntings. And I thank you guys again for listening. And, good Lord, 11 episodes. Okay, so before I forget, again, um, reach out to me. Send me an email. Um, Instagram, Twitter, I'm basically using those three right now. Um, Extreme13podcast at Gmail. And it's just X-T-R-E-M-E. Um, you know, for all three, um, if you go to Instagram, which that's actually been blowing up quite a bit, it's extreme 13 paranormal. And if you go to Twitter, it's at extreme 13 podcast. So for some reason, Instagram was the only one that got to be a little different. It's extreme 13 paranormal, but extreme 13 podcast at Gmail and Twitter are the same. And it's just X-T-R-E-M-E. Um, for you military folks out there in the phonetic alphabet, it's X-Ray, Tingo, Romeo, Echo, Mike, Echo. 13 podcast <laughs> at Gmail and Twitter. And then Extreme 13 Paranormal is on Instagram. For some reason, my Instagram is blowing up. Cool. I love it. I love you guys very much. And until next time... You guys have an extreme week, and we will be back with more. It looks like Ohio is on the list. All righty.
Have a good one. Bye-bye.